I talked to a student recently at one of our woke college campuses who said she's required in every class to introduce herself and to give her pronouns. Well, I'm Ted Cruz, and my pronoun is kiss my ass. Oh, hey there, everyone. Welcome back to the Prepared Mind channel. That's right, the Mad Hatter. Well, you know, in order to deal with all of this SHTF, we've all got to be just a little bit mad, right? Haters gonna hate, losers gonna lose, and preppers are gonna prep. All right, folks, I love it. I love the hat. Borrowed it from a friend just to do this cute little intro. Ah, but a hat like that is very hot <laughs> and it will i tell you it will cook your brains probably not as much as all of the other people out there who have had their brains cooked with the jim jones juice <sighs> well it's monday folks we've kicked the week off and we've got some stupid going on but what i want to know is on this halloween right what what ghoulish story and topics do you want to discuss what uh, what frightening, howlingly scary subjects are on your mind? What do you want to talk about? Get your questions down below. I'm going to do my monologue, and then we're going to get to what you want to discuss. So if you're on the preparedmind.club or at subscribestar.com and you're a premium member, then you get to chime in Monday through Friday. So here we are. <clears throat> I want to start out, folks. Uh, you know, talking about people who are mad, just a little bit crazy. <clears throat> In Michigan, a supporter of Gretchen the Grinch Whitmore, the current uh, Michigan governor, uh, this, this supporter went to a, uh, <clears throat> a political rally being held for Tudor Dixon and Tulsi Gabbard attended as well. But apparently, allegedly, the supporter bit the Republican county chair. Right now, <clears throat> this lady showed up with the, with the Gretchen sign. It should have had a picture of the Grinch on there. And she started interrupting everything and screaming and yelling. She forced her way to the front, making a scene, which is, of course, going to convince Republicans to vote for Democrats. <laughs> Fat chance. We're not stupid, right? This was a citizen of the planet Uranus, and that is the idiocracy planet, folks. Well, two men attempted to uh, move this woman out the exit door, but the woman who was bit, right, uh, Constantino, she said that she was very combative, and uh, she began batting and hitting and smacking the men, telling them, get your hands off me. Well, uh, witnesses say that the men never touched her. They just kind of held their arms and guided her out of the venue. But, folks, this fruitcake bit another Republican, right? These fruitcakes are attacking. They're violent. Now, once again, I want to remind you on this Halloween that what is it that zombies do? Zombies bite Zombies attack. Zombies are brainless, thoughtless zombies, and they want to eat people. That's what zombies do. They eat people. They bite them, and they eat them. Don't you think it's a little odd now that this is uh, a multiple, right? At least two, probably more people have been bit by Democrats lately. What the hell is that all about? I'd like an answer. I want to know what the hell these people are doing biting people. Why the biting if it's not some sort of zombie flesh fetish? Oh, folks, it is Halloween. It truly is. <laughs> Where do we go from here, right? Uh, well, 
while we're still talking about planet Uranus, uh, the president of the idiocracy there, actor, director Rob Reiner. Now, he was, uh, folks, on the show in the 1970s. He was the son-in-law of Archie Bunker, all in the family. And his nickname on the show was Meathead. That's what the dad called him. And this show, by today's standards, is considered an incredibly offensive show, right? With uh, uh, slurs against other races, right? Everyone, no one was uh, excluded. Incredible, folks. So why isn't Rob Reiner canceled for going on this show repeatedly for years and taking money while watching all of that racially insensitive, culturally insensitive, culturally appropriating crap going on. And he did nothing to stop it because, well, he was there, right, capitalizing on it. That's right. Rob Reiner was capitalizing on someone else's success and making himself the butt of jokes. <laughs> Meathead is right. Anyways, actor, director, Rob Reiner warned Trump. That's right, folks. He warned that Trump is, quote, directly responsible. Directly, directly. He's directly responsible for the attack on Paul Pelosi, Nancy Pants, 90 Proof Nancy's husband. And, folks, that story is so bizarre, so strange, it could be a smash hit Halloween comedy fest with what's going on. So this is what dumbass, I mean, meathead Rob Reiner said about Trump. Quote, he must be indicted and never be allowed to hold office. Uh, he was president 2016 to 2020. Uh, they're really worried about Donald J. Trump returning to Washington. Folks, they're terrified. He's not even up for election, yet Rob Reiner and the rest of the Democrats want to blame Trump. Hillary Clinton came out and blamed Republicans for this nudist, hippie, Marxist, uh, tongue-in-cheek, and, and who knows what else this guy is because, well, the Pelosi's are not releasing the surveillance footage. The third most powerful American politician, 90 Proof Nancy, doesn't have surveillance footage around her house. Uh, another question might be, why was her house left? with so little surveillance. You would think that uh, uh, the secret service from some other country, some enemy of the United States, maybe Iran or North Korea, maybe even Russia could send spies there that could do a much more, shall we say, effective job of breaking in to the Pelosi residence without breaking glass, setting off the not their security system, getting by the drunk old fart on the couch you would think that they would be able to get in there and plant listening devices, maybe put controlled substances in their food to help them, well, speak better English. I tell you, folks, that story is the gift that keeps on giving. And these, these cockamamie attempts to blame the Republicans just get better and better and better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, hello, 911. This is uh, Rob uh, Reindeer. Rob Reindeer, not Reiner. I am not Rob Reiner. I'm Rob Reindeer. And I would like to report Trump. Yes, Orange Man. Orange Man was the one who went into Nancy Pelosi's house. He threatened her. He beat up her husband. He drank all of their uh, Diet Coke. And he assaulted Paul. It was Trump. I saw it. I saw it. There was Cheeto dust everywhere. It was orangeness. Yes, yes. I could smell him. He was wearing high karate cologne. Uh, no, no, I wasn't there, but I could still smell him. I know Trump smell. I know Trump smell. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. I can't do that anymore. Folks, uh, <clears throat> I keep getting people encouraging me to do the uh, fake phone calls because they're fun and they're completely improvisational. I don't know what strikes me, makes me want to do them. Uh, I hope you are enjoying them. Uh, I'm going to check the comments here and see what everyone has to say. I see Heidi and Charlinator and Yankee Watchdog and doing stuff with Nikki, uh, Mikey, and uh, yep, 
the gang's all here. Village idiot. What? Blue Core Devil, of course. You know, got to have the whole gang here. <clears throat> so, uh, oh, my gosh. Nikki, you're a bad person. Uh, yeah, Mikey says the phone bid is fun, and, and Heidi gave it a thumbs up. That's good. Good to, good to see. I can check the comments. It just takes a lot of super brain power to do that. Now, it is Halloween, and I hope everyone has enjoyed dressing up as a normal human being because you can't get dressed up as a freak anymore. They're already out there. They are. You've got people, men dressed as women and women dressed as women and, and men with beards wearing makeup and... Uh, You've got guys running around in their underwear all day long, uh, you know, because they might poop their pants. They got those adult diapers on and claiming their babies. And I mean, what other fruitcakes do we have? It is, it is a circus on the streets. So if you were to dress up for Halloween and go out, would anyone notice? Right? If I put this mad hat or hat on and walk down the street, do you think anyone would give it a second look? Well, maybe down south here they would. But if I was in California or Illinois or New York, would anyone give a shit? They'd be like, yep, that dude's crazy. And he's just like the rest of us crazy freaking idiots out here. Anyways, uh, it is Halloween. So the news is out that Paul Pelosi is in intensive care, folks. And he's surrounded by family. And meanwhile, David DePoppy, once again, David of Daddy, the poppy, is in the hospital and he has unknown, untold injuries. Why is the public being kept from David the poppy? Why don't we get to know his medical condition? Why don't we get to know what's going on between his ears? Why are we not being allowed to have the media go in there and ask him some questions? Why aren't the police talking about him? Their attempt to claim that he's a Republican, that he's a right-wing extremist has failed. I'm sure if the guy dressed up in camouflage, like a military uniform, that uh, no one would believe it. To be like, yeah, you guys, happy Halloween. But seriously, not so seriously. This is a show with a lot of satire. And I've got to keep it light. I've got to keep it fun, folks. Otherwise, otherwise, we'd all go mad. <laughs> we would. We'd all go mad. So Paul Pelosi's in the hospital, apparently in intensive care. He's covered in bandages, no doubt. So is that his Halloween costume? Is he dressed as a mummy in the hospital bed? His skull is fractured. So is he talking like with bandages all over his face? Well, I guess that would be an appropriate question to ask. Is that a Halloween costume or is he really messed up? And additionally, I want to ask this question. Is it cultural appropriation when the Pelosi's act moral and decent? Because they ain't, folks. I'm tired of these people, the Pelosi's and the Democrats, acting like they are normal humans. In fact, if I was a member of the LGBTQI crowd, I would be offended by the Democrat Party. I would absolutely be offended. You're like, John, why would you be offended by the Pelosi's. Well, because there are many allegations, and let me repeat that, allegations that Paul Pelosi is a closet homosexual and he was engaged in closet homosexual behavior. A lot of people are making the allegation. They're, they're casting dispersion upon the moral character of Paul Pelosi, who was a drunk driver, hit-and-run arrestee who got away with the lightest slap on the wrist possible. If I was a member of the LGBTQI crowd, I would be pissed that the Pelosi's pretend like they're normal, normies, you know, straights, heterosexuals. Ooh, they're pretending to be heterosexuals when... Something is afoot. Something is strange there. They're completely denying that any of these nasty things are going on. Why don't they just come right out of the closet? <laughs> come right, right. Come right out of the closet and announce. Wow. That would be a resume enhancer, would it not? 
Imagine, yeah, imagine Nancy Pelosi married to a gay man. Is that, is that, is, they can make, they can spin that and call that good. They could say that they've got some kind of really cool, developed, evolved, awesome relationship. I mean, what are they so ashamed of? I thought it was cool to be gay openly and to tell everyone and to announce it, right? Kind of like Pete Buttgagger, you know. <clears throat> and speaking of Buttgagger, I'm waiting for uh, uh, Beto O'Rourke to come clean with everybody. Now, <clears throat> moving along. Oh, yes. Quick reminder. Get your questions in down below, right? <laughs> Now, unlike Paul Pelosi, you don't got to sneak them in the back door. You just put them right out front. Now, <clears throat> you remember the movie, the documentary about the election, 2,000 Mules. Well, Catherine Engelbrecht and Greg Phillips, right? They were the investigative journalists, the people who put that together. They gathered information here, and they got reports there, and they had insiders share information. Well, a judge said, you will reveal your sources. And they were like, uh, no, thank you. And they were threatened with being arrested. Well, now they have been arrested. That's right. U.S. Marshals have taken Catherine and Greg into custody because they have refused to reveal their source in the entire affair. How did they get so much information about the cheating that occurred? Isn't it amazing the Democrats say no cheating happened? Yet they want to find out how we, the people, found out that they were cheating. They want to know who snitched, who told the tale. Isn't it incredible how this is going on? The judge says, I want to know. And, and if they don't report, then, you know, arrest them. But Hunter Biden has a laptop out there with several copies of the hard drive with, folks, no allegations, downright open in your face admission, right, of prostitution, drug use, uh, <laughs> drugs being kept, scaled, weighed, right, in, uh, you could say, easily distributable, sellable packets, what other crimes, right, did, did Hunter Biden commit, right? Smoking weed, smoking crack, smoking who knows what else. And the FBI, the U.S. Marshals, the Department of Justice, the IRS, the Attorney General's office, nobody gives a shit. But if somebody tells you a secret about them and them and them in the Democrat Party and what they're doing for elections, well, we can't have that. We can't have a free press. Now, we have some other incredible information, folks. Absolutely unbelievable, incredible. Uh, <clears throat> incredibly popular. Uh, Bolsonaro, the Brazilian president, was defeated today, or defeated yesterday, defeated in the election. Unbelievable, right? Unbelievable that he lost to a socialist. That's right, folks, a socialist. And I would say that this is a foreshadowing uh, of next week's election because Team Biden talked about rigging the Brazilian election. Right? Isn't this interesting, folks? Uh, didn't we have Joe Biden claim Right, that he put together the most comprehensive uh, election fraud. Didn't we hear that? I mean, don't I have that right here? It's 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 got to be right here. It's got to be in here. <laughs> Where is it? Good God! No, oh, I think it's it got moved into the B file. <sighs> you know, because if I put that out there too much, right? If I if I play that too hard, some Democrats might really get upset. That, you know, we've got Biden saying they put together the most comprehensive election fraud a team on the planet. Yeah, I know. I know. We're just not allowed to have that stuff. Can't have the facts. So we have this guy uh, regarding Brazil and their election. Their version of President Trump just got smoked 
by a pile of crap. Now, a political expert, Matthew Termond, said what happened in Brazil was, quote, mathematically impossible. Right? And he said that was the same conclusion I came to on November 4th, 2020, here in America. <clears throat> he said there's never been one like the American election in 2020 or the Brazilian election in 2022. He said, voters don't vote in those patterns, and data has never been tabulated in these patterns. Mass uniformity in ballot returns is statistically improbable, a.k.a. impossible. But here we are, folks. It's happened again. Do not think that the Republicans have this midterm election in the bag. We are going to see some incredible horseshit, folks. Incredible horseshit, right? Unbelievable. Get your questions down below, and I've got this for you, right? We're not going to be able to talk about the election. Not 2020, and we aren't going to be able to allowed to talk about the election of 2022. Why is that? Because free speech is not for you. There's a limit to free speech. And when we see the freakishly strange election results next Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday, we're going to be told we're not allowed to talk about it. Well, up in Canada, Justin Trudeau and his uh, communist comrades, they are trying to abolish Internet freedom for all Canadians. Here in the United States of America, get ready for more censorship and punishment for not believing what the government reports or the mainstream media tells us. You see, we're told what to think. We're told what to believe. We're given only the information we need so we can agree with the government and agree with the media. Wasn't it interesting? It seemed like 30, 40 years ago, the media in America, uh, yeah, it leaned left back then, folks, but they would not take anyone's information. Mm -mm -mm -mm. No, no, no. They would say, hey, 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 you know, we're going to report what we think. We're going to report what we find. And they actually did a pretty good job 30, 40, 50 years ago. Not so much anymore, folks. And now we are censored. You know, here we are, the Prepared Mind channel, right below 82,000 subscribers. 82,000 subscribers, folks. And we're not allowed to talk. Right. Anyways, I want to thank everyone for sharing this internet address. I want to thank you guys for supporting this channel. I want to thank you for sharing all the information that we get out there. It is having such a huge effect. Not just the Prepared Mind Network, but all social media that is about freedom, liberty, free speech. Because the word continues to get out and the people in media and the people in government are so pissed off about it that they're going to try and abolish the internet. Right? The, the government wants to be the gatekeeper of information. That is a clear violation of the principle of free speech and free thought. Now think about it. You're like, yeah, I don't care what they tell me. I'll always have free thoughts. I can think for myself. But if they keep slicing away, cutting away, slicing, cutting, and taking away pieces of information, the conduits through which we get information, you'll only be left with one or two pieces of information. And how are we supposed to draw a conclusion from that? You know, and, and the more that mainstream media has failed the United States people, the more we've turned to this, this type of forum right here, live from my bunker, talking about world events. And they can't have that. They can't have you finding information on your own, researching information on your own, and sharing information on your own. That lets you know exactly where we are at. Now, I want to revisit this, folks. The Nord Stream pipeline explosion. There was a great story out today on British intelligence. Right? And... They appear, folks, to be so involved in the Nord Stream pipeline and everything else. I mean, we hear about the U.S. We hear about 
the United, uh, uh, we hear about NATO and the European Union. And I've always said, hey, what about MI6? Don't forget the Brits. Well, it appears that some James Bond type explosion action has been going on. Spy versus spy. Folks, it's incredible. Now, do you believe the Americans or do you believe the Russians? Do you believe the Europeans or do you believe the Ukrainians? Well, the Russians have released some information and it certainly makes right the English look really bad. The Brits, the computers at Gazprom, folks, records the seconds and minutes of their, their alarm system when the sensors went off, right? Everything is time-stamped. They keep track of everything. Gazprom delivers energy to Europe. Of course, they're going to have a sophisticated tracking system. Exactly one minute after the alarms went off for Gazprom, the iCloud recorded Prime Minister of England, Liz Truss, showed that she used her iPhone to send a text message to Anthony Blinken, U.S. Secretary of State. And her message, one minute after Gazprom lost pressure, the pipeline exploded. One minute after that, the message sent from Britain to the United States was, it's done. What does that tell you, folks? Well, that's a coincidence, John. Yeah, she was probably talking about tea time or, or maybe her scones were ready in the oven. They're done. It's done, right? Unbelievable, folks. Exactly, literally one minute after the bomb went off, Liz Truss sent her text to him. At that time, folks, no one else on the planet knew the pipelines had been blown. Gazprom's computers recorded everything precisely because that's what computers do. <laughs> Who do you believe? Do you believe Russia? Do you believe America? Do you believe the European Union? Do you believe... The Brits, do you believe Gazprom? Who are we supposed to believe, folks? Ask yourself that question. Do you like coincidences? Now, back to Halloween. When zombies go bonkers, when blood-sucking bloodsuckers, vampires, ghouls, freaks, right, run the country, guess what happens? Well, that country goes out of control. Well, guess what? Almost 80%, 8 out of 10 Americans, nearly 8 out of 10 Americans, almost 8 out of 10 Americans believe that the United States of America is, quote, out of control. Out of control. Uh, political independence, Right, not Republicans, not Democrats, the independent group out there. It's anywhere between 12 and 20% of the population at any one time claims to be independent. I am not a partisan. I'm independent of it all. They love to, to do that. I wait till the last second to make up my mind. They like lick their fingers, stick it in the wind, and go, I'm going to vote for the winner. I want to be a winner. I want to say I was independent and I picked the winner. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Well, it's so bad, folks, that independent party members are swinging way over to the right. 80% of Americans say, this country, what's happening? It's out of control. What do you think they're talking about? What is out of control? The economy going down the tubes, inflation going through the roof. What is out of control? The way the military... Is, is way down on their recruiting efforts. Uh, I forgot to, to cover this last night. Actually, I didn't forget. It's just there was so much to talk about at the zoo. Enrollment at the Virginia Military Institute, VMI, is way, way down. Why do you think, folks? Because who wants to pay money to send their little crumb cruncher once they graduate high school, send them to the Virginia Military Institute? Right, to be trained to be a, uh, shall we say, sausage sucker. Right? Who wants their kid to go there now where it's woke? Because, yeah, VMI went woke. Why? 
what part of any military institution in the history of humanity has openly said, we're all about being gay? I can't think of one. I know there's a lot of stories about the Greeks. I know there's a lot of stories about Romans and their uh, <clears throat> orgiistic proclivities. But the military has always been about killing things and breaking bridges and blowing things up. Right? That's what militaries do. They sack cities. They don't revel in their homosexuality. That doesn't make military a, a military. Unbelievable, folks. Yeah, so out of control. What's out of control? The government. The bureaucracy, corporate power. How about all of the mad, mad bankers out there? The mad bankers who are continuing to raise interest rates in the face of a recession. Now, years ago, and then years ago, and then back in 2012 and 2011 and 2010, the government, in order to spur the economy, to improve economic activity, they lowered interest rates. Well, the Federal Reserve has done what? They've done the craziest thing possible when compared to what they've been doing for the last two decades, three decades, actually, of lowering interest rates to spur economic activity, to make sure we don't suffer a recession or depression. Now they're doing all they can. It is out of control. And it makes sense that it's out of control because they've done everything they can to destroy the entire system. Right? They pumped a lot of cash in. They paid off their banks. They're screwing people right now on the stock market. That's right. They're screwing people out of their retirement, out of their savings, out of their nest eggs. Yeah, truly, folks, these are a bunch of thieving ghouls. And what better day to talk about them than Halloween? Whew. I'll tell you what, it is now time for the Q&A, the question and answer. Get your questions down below and Jolene will put them up on the screen and we will cover your topics, whether it's, I don't know, history or maybe a future prediction. Uh, some other filthy monster out there, you know, like Jeffrey Dahmer or Upchuck Schumer or Bernie Sanders, or Barney Frank. Oh, there's so much juicy stuff out there. We'll talk about it some more. Let's see what you want to talk about first. Are you ready? And we're back. What do you guys want to talk about? Jolene, who do we have up first in the Q&A? It's doing stuff with Nikki. She said, same things happening all over, apparently. Did you see the thing the other day? Thousands of people were celebrating Mussolini at his crypt, I think yesterday or day before. Nuts. I missed the whole Mussolini celebration, Nikki. Uh, Mussolini was strung up by his toes uh, when he lost power in Italy during World War II. Mussolini is now famous, uh, or famous in a good way. He's, he's happily being celebrated. Um, strange. Talk about macabre. Going to a fascist dictator's crypt. I mean, were they having a party? Was it a rave? Uh, what the hell, Nikki? I, yeah, I missed that one completely. Whew. What a world, folks. What a world. Italy, of course, was the country that right after, well, China and Iran started complaining. Italy was first in line in Europe to stand up and go, Cerveza Bug has taken our country down. And they used Italy to scare the rest of Europe and the United States of America. During the 2020 Spring Cerveza Bug Madness, they had lots of people pretending to be dead, lots of lies. Unbelievable, folks. Oh, and Jolene, 
I would like you to put up um, the information that you shared with the R syndicate today about um, these lunatic people wanting a blanket amnesty forgiveness for what they did with Cerveza Bug and the lockdowns and the tragedy and everything else. Uh, it's, it's interesting information. I think we should share it with everybody because it looks like they're going to probably try and say, hey, hey, just forgive us. It's cool. Forgive and forget. We did our best. You know, we're imperfect and, you know, we need blanket amnesty. There it is right there, theatlantic.com. Ideas Archive 2022, 10 COVID Response Forgiveness 671879. Check that garbage out. Maybe you could even put it in the video description down below. Shabam! It's possible, folks, if we talk really nice to Jolene. <laughs> she does a great job every single day. Seven days a week, Jolene is on the job, you guys. She's got a family a husband, a house, a job, a life, and she still spends her time here uh, with you guys because she cares. We all have a mission and we all have a, a place that we're trying to fit into, folks, in this, this bizarre, just scare-orific world. All right. Uh, thank you again, Jolene. Let's do this. Let's step it up with another great question from you guys. It is Doc Holliday, king of capitalization. Now he can't stop. He's got all caps. He says, bankers show their true colors on the hepatitis C cure. Money and greed are killing politics, pharmaceuticals, the medical field, and institutions of higher learning. If these things sink their claws, in nothing good ever happens. Faith, truth, honor, freedom. Uh... The bankers, folks, they're making money on everything. They make money on the market going up. They make money on the market going down. They make money lending money that they don't print, that they don't own, that they're not responsible for. And they make money when they get it back. They, they hand it out. It's unbelievable. Yeah, the pharmaceutical companies, folks, they're making money on the lockdowns. They're making money on the Jim Jones juice. They're making money on the boosters. They're making money every which way. It's, it is a money-making racket. And this is what happens, folks, when countries and, uh, shall we say, empires dissolve. Those at the top, they scramble like festive rats gorging themselves on everyone else's wealth. Remember when that little turd in Sri Lanka, their president, was having his presidential palace raided by thousands and thousands of Sri Lankans. What did he do? He ran to a military ship, dragging behind him massive suitcases, likely full of cash, allegedly full of cash, undoubtedly full of cash. The same way Ukrainian bureaucrats, folks, uh, <clears throat> The same way Ukrainian bureaucrats left Ukraine and got caught at the border with suitcases and bags and satchels and briefcases full of dollars and euros. Yep, that's our good buddy. That's our good buddies there. Ah, unbelievable, folks. Just unbelievable. There's a... Uh, they're just, they're, they're unbelievably corrupt. All of these people, all of these people, by the way, right now, Kiev in Ukraine, the main city, right? The capital it's without power. It's either all or mostly without power. The Russians are battering, bombing, beating the shit out of Ukraine with their strategic attacks on the infrastructure. You know what Putin is doing? He's doing the same thing the United States government does. He's doing the same thing NATO does. He's doing the same thing that United Nations coalitions do. They go into a, a country like, well, Iraq, and they take out the communication system, and they take out the energy system, and then they want the people to rise up against the regime 
like Saddam Hussein, they wanted the people to turn him in, to get rid of him. They wanted the people to stand up and say, we've had it with this leader. Look what's happening to us because of him. What do you think Russia's doing right now? They finally had enough and they're like, okay, then now we're going to bomb Kiev. You want to bomb our bridges? You want to bomb our ships? You want to bomb our power plants? You want to bomb our fuel factories? You want to talk a bunch of big talk and big shit? Well, we can bomb the hell out of you. And now Putin is. Once again, I'm not cheering for Putin, folks, but I am uh, both a passionate and a dispassionate observer. Right? I'm watching. I'm watching what's going on. And if you look at Putin and see what he's doing, he is putting, without attacking the people directly, he's putting them in a situation where they're uncomfortable. Right? The citizens of Kiev and other areas are being denied general, basic, life-sustaining services like electricity, communications. Is he interrupting their fuel supply? I'm sure that's part of the package, the whoops, you screwed with the bear package. But Putin is allied with China, is allied with India, is allied with Saudi Arabia, is allied with many countries around the world, folks. Dozens are now in this BRICS nation, uh, shall we say, union. This union, folks, thinks they're on the right side of things. Where do you think they're at? I mean, I can ask you this question. You'll be honest with yourself. Um, do you trust Putin more than Biden? Do you trust Biden more than Putin? Do you trust Zelensky at all? I mean, on a scale of 1 to 100, how much do you trust Biden? Let me hum the Jeopardy theme, right? If I did, if I hummed the Jeopardy theme, I would get a strike from YouTube, a copyright strike, like pow, right? <clears throat> so I won't hum the theme to Jeopardy, but I'll say the word Jeopardy so you know what the theme was. Uh, what On a one to, one to 100, you trust Biden? What's the number you give him? I bet at least half of you said zero. Now, let me move over and say on a scale of one to 100, where does Vladimir Zelensky, where does he come in on a scale of one to 100? Do you trust that light in the loafers, skinny jean wearing, LGBTQI parade lover of a leader there who was installed by the CIA? I mean, do you trust the CIA? <laughs> it's laughable. Talk about a bunch of ghouls. So, yeah, on a scale of 1 to 100, where is Zelensky? The man who said, no, no, we won't have any peace. We're going to keep fighting. Oh, okay. Keep fighting. That's it. You know, cause more trouble for your people. Okay, I'm guessing at least half of you said zero. Um, put them in the comments. Let other people think, you know, score, Biden. What's your score on a 1 to 100? Score Zelensky on a scale of 100. What number do you give him? And then Putin. Why not put Putin up there? Putin, what score do you give him for telling the truth or telling the facts or trying to be uh, uh, open, fair? Mikey says negative 0%. <laughs> Thanks, man. Right. I would say that you probably would give Putin a better score than you gave Biden or Zelensky. You may give Putin a 10 or a 20, right? Does he seem to be completely dishonest or just, you know, mostly dishonest? Or is he getting a 50-50? Like, well, half the time you can trust him. The other half, you know, he is a Russian after all. I don't know what score you're giving him, but I bet you're giving him a better score than Biden or Zelensky. Now, let me remind you of this. Putin does not raise your taxes. Putin doesn't make decisions for the Federal Reserve. Putin doesn't decide what interest rates are happening. Putin doesn't control our energy policy here for domestic drilling, both onshore and offshore. That's all Biden. It's all Democrats. It's all bureaucrats. It's all Washington, D.C. Putin doesn't have any effect on any of those. The suffering that Americans are suffering, which is nothing compared to what Europe and, of course, Ukraine is suffering. Right? None of that is uh, 
none of what we're feeling right here has anything to do with Putin. Unbelievable. All right, let's do this. Let's move on. We got lots more questions. And we have Regan who says, I'm curious if you've noticed what I have for some time. The ever-growing political presence of Indian women, as from India, that are uh, burrowing or bringing in, that are burrowing in, bringing Marxist ideology to our country. X, the fired bitch from Twitter, head of CDC, Kamala, and countless city-type officials in California, but also the one in Washington State that led the protesters into City Hall a year ago. Once you notice, you see it a lot. Now the new Prime Minister of England, who is a globalist's globalist, it strikes me as a movement or wave that is coordinated. Uh, here's my opinion on it. I don't think it's just India. Okay, in America, in Canada, in the United Kingdom, in Europe, there has been for decades uh, a huge migration from India and Pakistan and, and many uh, third world and emerging market economies or countries rather, right? And those people uh, move to areas and they tend to flock together, right? Birds of a feather flock together. And so then they run for office. Someone's got to run for office and they do. Now, what they bring with them though are ideas that they have imported they brought their luggage, right? they brought their personal belongings, and they brought their political ideas. Now, to become an American citizen, you're supposed to learn the Constitution. You're supposed to learn and be tested on American history before you get to be a citizen. And you shouldn't be holding office unless you're an actual U.S. citizen, either natural born or right, naturalized, meaning you lived here for an amount of time and you took the tests. I do find it fascinating how many of these foreign people bring socialist, Marxist ideas to this country, whether they're women or men, Indian or Pakistan, or Chinese, or Sri Lankan, or Indonesian. It doesn't matter. I don't like seeing them in office, not because of their skin color, uh, nor does their gender bother me. What bothers me is they are un-American. They bring this parliamentary concept in their way of thinking. We don't have parliament. We have a constitutional republic at both the national and within our states. Right? This isn't a free-for-all democracy. Once again, it's a constitutional republic on the macro as well as the state level. But they bring this idea that, well, the people want something, and by golly, they're going to get it. And they play the race card, everyone does. They play the age card, everyone does. They play the gender card, everyone does. Yeah, they play this card because it works. They're not dumb people uh, in as, as much as they're able to learn what it is they need to say to get elected. But isn't that true of all politicians? They tell us exactly what we want to hear so that we vote for them. Uh, all of us white Republican Americans and all of us black Republican Americans, right? We, uh, and, uh, we hear from the lips of Republicans the things we want to hear. And we send them to Washington thinking they're going to represent us. And then they get to Washington and they strip off their clothes and go attend whatever orgies are happening. Right? In other words, rhino Republicans are everywhere. And they're just as disingenuous as these uh, foreign-born types. They show up, say what they need to say to get elected, and then once they get into office, they couldn't give a fuck what you think. They couldn't give a shit about the Constitution. And then they start pushing for their Marxist programs, their anti-American crap. Oh, yeah, folks. That's how I see it. That's truly how... I see it. Ah, boy, I tell you. Uh, Jolene, who do we have up next? <laughs> We've got Mike. He says, we are supposed to believe that the third in the secession of power doesn't have security that remains behind to keep 
her, Nancy Pelosi, her home secure for her return. That goes with the practice of an advanced team for everywhere she goes, especially when number one, Biden, is one banana slip, one slip on a banana peel away from the great beyond. Lastly, if the Secret Service determined that stay-behind personnel weren't needed, uh, they can more than afford their own private security to augment, to support, or supplement the Secret Service. This incident is a farce or it's immense stupidity at best. Well, this is very much akin, in my opinion, to the Kennedy clan and Chappaquiddick. This is very much like the uh, gubernatorial candidate uh, in Florida, who a few years ago uh, was engaged in some kind of drug and alcohol homosexual orgy fest at a hotel. And uh, this candidate, Democrat, <laughs> was filmed, photographed, right, nude on the floor, whacked out of his mind on drugs. This is what these fruitcakes do. Of course, of course the Pelosi's don't want Secret Service around. Why? Because they don't want to be seen being complete degenerates. Completely morally uh, well, degenerates is a great word. right? They're complete dunderheads, idiots, morons. They want to have all their filth and eat it too. While, you know, something bad happens and and, uh, you know, 90 Proof jumps up on a soapbox and starts quoting scripture, right? While, uh, they, you know, Pelosi, Paul, is in the hospital wrapped up like a mummy, right? Probably got his butt cheeks taped together to hold them together. Uh, yeah, what a bunch of freaks. Literal freaks. Surveillance footage, I'm sure they have it. Alarm system, I'm sure it's in place. Private security, I'm sure they're there. Can you imagine, though, working for a private security firm? They're like, uh, John, and you're like, me? Yes, you. Um, we want you to go watch the Pelosi residence. I'd be like, uh, by the way, I'm not a Democrat. They'd be like, then you don't get to go. We need someone in security to go protect those idiots from themselves and swear up and down, left and right, front and back, for here until eternity, that you won't reveal what a bunch of degenerates they are. Literal degenerates. All right. Okay, Jolene, what do we have next? We have Dennis Chandler checking in. He says, it sure seems that the stories are changing very fast on Paul Pelosi, a.k.a. P.P., I've even seen reports where the, when the police got there, both PP and the other guy were in underwear. They were reported to be in their underwear fighting with hammers. The broken glass appears to be on the outside like it was broken from the inside. Yes, we've covered that. It does not add up. Oh, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't add up. So during a fight with hammers, Paul Pelosi says, time out, time out. I've got to go take a leak. And he grabs the phone and calls the police from the bathroom. Hey, uh, one of my, <laughs> sorry, uh, police, yes, um, having a problem here at the house. Yes, this is PP, a.k.a. Paul Pelosi. That's right, Nancy's bitch. Uh, there's a guy in my house. He's my friend. He's my friend. It's, it's cool, but I want him out of here. He's getting out of hand. Yeah, yeah, and by the way, yeah, he wants to break Nancy's kneecaps. Apparently, uh, you know, we got in a political discussion. I know, I know. I mean, this is what happens when you bite someone on their wiener. I know, yeah, he wasn't happy about it. And so, you know, he got a little, yeah, a little randy with me. And, and you know, he got a little butthurt. And I mean that literally. And, uh, you know, that's how this goes. So, yeah, I'm Paul Pelosi, and I approve this message. <laughs> I love satire. I love being a cynical, cynical man. Because it's appropriate, folks. Not just on Halloween, but anytime you talk about American politics now. All right, Jolene, who do we have next on the Prepared Mind channel on Halloween? It is Blue Cord Devil in the House. And he says, uh, statement, uh, only two charges against the guy, attempted kidnapping and assault with 90 proofs husband. Now, originally, I heard that he uh, was being charged with multiple felonies 
above and beyond what were listed, including, right, <laughs> uh, including elder abuse. <laughs> Uh, I mean, why not? Uh, uh, why not charge him with sodomy? Well, because that was consensual, John. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sure it was consensual. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? <sighs> imagine being a Republican doctor, and you're like, oh, Okay, so we have to release everyone's medical records on whether or not they got the Jim Jones juice. But I can't say a word <laughs> as a proctologist about Paul Pelosi's uh, condition. Wow. Just freaking wow. I, I mean, can you as a physician refuse to care for a patient? No, John, no, they took the Hippocratic Oath. They must do no harm as doctors. They have to see everyone and treat them with respect and dignity and care for them. Oh, really? Really? We, we really have to do that? We have to care for people, whether we like it or not? Because that's the Hippocratic Oath. Oh, wait, unless you haven't taken an untested, experimental, toxic-filled concoction because El Presidente Jackass Biden and Dr. Fauci say, oh, it's safe and effective. And you must, you must, you must, you must. And our patience is growing thin. Remember that shit? But don't you dare say a word if you're a proctologist about Paul Pelosi. No, no, no. Okay, let's take a peek. Uh, take a peek. We got a couple more questions as we round out this Halloween ghoulish SHTF broadcast, and it is Uman, and he says, a banker friend told me last week that they're making a killing on the spread between interest rates charged with all these increases over what they're paying for interest on deposits. Here we go. Thank you, Uman, for bringing up this topic. So your money in the bank, if you've got any cash, you're making 1%. 2%, 3% maybe, but what do you pay? You're paying 6, 7, 8, 10, 12, 15. That's the spread. They make the delta. They make the difference. If you're paying 15 or 18% on your credit card, right, while the bank gives you 2 or 3%, paltry peanuts, right? they're netting. 12-15%. Unbelievable. But it's going to continue. And it's going to get worse, folks, because that's how they roll. That's how they play this game. Uh, you play, you lose. You don't play, you still lose. You borrow money, you lose. You save cash, you lose. Oh, the other part of the equation is inflation. The other part of the equation for bankers is they pay very little interest on the money they borrow from the Federal Reserve, and then they charge you massive amounts of interest. I would love to borrow, I don't know, how about how about a cool $10 billion? I only want $10 billion for the Bank of John, the Prepared Mind Credit Union. $10 billion, I'll borrow it at, um, I don't know, two and a quarter percent. I like that. That sounds really cool. 2.25. And I'll lend it out at a discounted rate to you guys at 7.5%. That's better than you're going to get with Chase. That's better than you're going to get with J.P. Morgan or Bank of America. That's right. You get a great deal from the Prepared Mind Credit Union. And I make the difference. Two and a quarter percent and seven and a half. I just made five and a quarter percent. You bet. What a deal. And oh, by the way, even if I don't lend that money out, I'll just keep it in my account. And I won't pay it back because I'm a bank. All right. <laughs> I'm actually not a bank. Sally Sue says, I've been seeing parents on social media post notices sent home from school stating that kids cannot wear their Halloween masks during class because it's disruptive to learning. 
Irony? How about this, Sally Sue? It is frustrating madness. Frustrating madness, <laughs> to say the least. Frustrating madness. You can't wear Halloween costumes and masks to school because it's disruptive. I mean, we don't want to disrupt a teacher who is busy reading a pornographic story to the children. You don't want to disrupt the left-wing lunatic teachers who are busy explaining that white people are all racists. We don't want to interrupt the teacher who wants to share their personal relationship story with their homosexual partners. That's disruptive and rude when the teacher wants to share stories about how racist and terrible Americans are because they're Americans. I mean, I don't have to make this shit up. <sighs> okay, Jolene, are we all done? Are we wrapped up on the comments and questions and statements and thoughts for the day? Assault with a dead weapon. <laughs> That would be what Paul Pelosi uh, uh, is, right? Get charged with assault with a dead weapon. That dude is 82. Uh, it was a double header. Bing, bada bing, bam, rim shots. Yeah, rim shot. That's right, right off the rim. Uh, look out, America. I mean, seriously, in all seriousness, we know who runs this shit show. Biden, the freak. In fact, there are political commercials out, you know, labeling Biden as a as a kid creeper. Uh, but when you use footage of Biden being a kid creeper, it's kind of hard to deny that, right? Unbelievable, unbelievable, folks. And uh, the mainstream media, the lunatic leftist folks are saying that Elon Musk fired all those Twitter twits, the executives, to prevent paying them millions of dollars in perks. How about this? He fired them because they're a bunch of losers. He fired them because they were running a fraudulent operation, that their system was corrupt, full of bots, and that it was anti-free speech and anti-American. Maybe that's why he fired them. And shouldn't he uh, fire people and save save the shareholders' money? I mean, isn't the company coming first important? Why do all of these executives get to have not only massive salaries, but all these perks? Well, they got fired with cause, folks. And we know what that cause was. I wish we could fire politicians more easily instead of having to wait for an election. You know, but the other way to get them out of office is to, well, impeach them. And that requires a great deal of integrity as well as honesty. And we're just not getting that out of those we have elected. Well, every two years in the United States of America, we the people vote for every single House of Representatives member. Every year, every two years rather. So there's a good chance a whole lot of them are not going to be making their way back to Washington. And we need to keep voting in real Americans with real integrity who will, folks, start firing these assholes in D.C. For the time being, though, I'm going to step away from the microphone. It is Halloween. I'm probably going to go hand out candy if kids come knocking on the bunker. <laughs> They're like fuck, fuck, fuck. Maybe I'll launch him out of a, out of a, a ventilation pipe with little parachutes on the candies. Uh, we'll see what I get to do. But uh, I want to thank you all again for the the great support that you provide this channel, the network, and the cause. What is the cause? Waking people up. Food, water, shelter, clothing, medicine, means of self defense, and a plan. Get it together, folks, because chance favors the prepared mind. Chance will not favor people who are not prepared, who don't know what the hell is going on and who don't have a plan to deal with it. Godspeed to you. God bless America and the world. Semper Fi.